Well, yeah. Well, whenever your girl says, I just think it's funny that mm. you're about to get the next four hours of your life are not going to be you're great. You're about to get lacerated. You better go start doing projects around the house that she asked you to do a while ago, you know? I mean, this was simple. You Clean know, out the fridge. I told her I had to take back some stuff to APC, right? And uh, APC she, clothing store? The clothing store. The French Gap, right? No? <laughs> Le Gras. Le Goop. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I think that she had a time in her head. And I had no time in my head because I'm scattered. You mm-hmm. know, and sometimes I have to remind my, my girlfriend that I'm very busy. <laughs> have multiple busy i'm an entrepreneur i have a dance that i'm putting on in a few days i'm putting on a dance bitch yeah i have to podcast yeah but that doesn't matter because it doesn't see this is a thing that i talk to my shrink about is that it doesn't matter what i have to do it matters that i can show up and be of be be of of use to someone instead of being because i'm a fucking asshole do you guys have a shared calendar no like a shared google or an iCal no do you have that with your girlfriend i don't but Maybe something along those lines, if you're bad at communicating those pieces of information, because it's okay if you're scattered as long as you tell them. Fuck, yeah, no. And it's just like, you know what? I, you got to sit down and put a little APC 345 on the calendar. It's shared. You know it. She knows it. But it's those, in writing. those targets can, can be moving. Mm. Maybe I'm not, I'm not an entrepreneur like you, so I don't know. You're an entrepreneur. You're, you just got off tour. You're like, you have a business. You're a businessman. Yeah, baby. You know, you guys... Uh, this is um, them jeans, the M jeans. Oh, right, how long gone and other fame? We'll get into all that podcasting, graffiti, but graffiti. That's it. The nightlife, nightlife as well. Star shoes. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> no, no, no. You can talk about that. Star shoes. Uh, Hollywood. Hollywood. Um, sometime previously of Orange County mm-hmm. migrated. You guys have a lot of Orange County listeners. I don't think so. I think it either goes, it goes right. You it got goes, a lot of Ruka bros though, right? Yeah, but yeah. Shout out to my Ruka people. The right. jujitsu motherfuckers, they're all in Orange County, bro. That's true. There's a stronghold. Mm-hmm. Ruka, Ruka is its own insulated like mini um, universe there. Mm-hmm. I go over to Ruka and, and I operate in that world and I get the fuck back to LA. Mm-hmm. Because if I go outside the Ruka bubble, shit mm-hmm. gets weird fast. You know, you might, you don't know. What's I've never going. been in the Ruka bubble. I only know outside the Ruka bubble in right. Orange County. Right. Which and is, it's hairy great. out there. It's right. Not great. It's only yeah. gotten worse as time goes on. Well, as everything has become very politicized and, uh, you know, now there's like lines have been drawn. You see what side we of We used the, to be uh, in the news for some waves. Cool. Yeah. There's a cool wave happening in yeah. Huntington Beach. And now it's like a wave of racism instead. I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you think I watch this video often of the guy going, the guy in the news talking about the waves and going, and I smacked the lip. You know that guy? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I think he, it's like a it's like an old viral. It's a video. very old viral video. Yeah. Is it real? Because sometimes I watch it and I go. Sometimes I'm like, it's definitely real, and then other times I'm like, no, he knows he's what he's doing. He's because I, I wait is the is the wave real or no, is no, no, him the, his commentary real or is he just is he trolling? You? Is he doing a parody of? Are you a, asking if I can speak fluent, bro, and abs- I could translate hey, can whether you, or not? I know you you're fluent in the Dune languages, but I can speak, bro. I speak. I got a little. You got Klingon in you and all that shit, don't you? <laughs> are you? Can you fluently speak? Uh, Shredder, can you find the wapa? The the wapa. He goes, hey, "Fuck it," and you, and you smack the wapa. You know what I'm talking about? No, no, no. I okay, do. You know the thing. Okay, 
We yeah, have to but I don't, I mean, it's been so long since I've seen that. And also I feel bad for Jason number two. That's a tough thing to Google with what you've really given him. He can find it. It's just like. But he also has an Alienware laptop, so he could pretty much find anything on the internet. He should find anything. Things that he shouldn't be yes. finding. Yes. There are things in that laptop that mm -hmm. uh, it's it's not like it's it's not anything of any use. It's not state secrets. I I think it's not even. I'd be excited if what was on. There he is. I'd be excited if what was oh, on there was porn. Oh. See, you just you Google Wapow. I'm going to say it feels it feels trolling to me. You think it's it, fake? It doesn't feel authentic to me. You think it's fake? I think it's fake. Can we play it one time? So for first, because a lot of a lot of people like uh, like that in Orange County, but there are really they're jokesters. They're silly billies. Yes, there are people that have a great sense of humor. Pranksters, pranksters. There are some merry pranksters down there. Mm -hmm. But there are people that are actually like this. Oh, one thousand percent. Dude, you get the best barrels ever, dude. Just like you pull in. And you just get spit right out of them. And you just drop in and just smack the lip. Drop down okay, it's fake. And then after that, you just drop in. He's fake, it's fake. And get pitted. So pitted. Like so that. pitted. Well, actually, you know what? <laughs> Only a true surfer would know. <laughs> but I know, I, I went to high school with guys just like that. And they kind of did walk the line between being a prankster and being actually that. Like they were self-aware that they were like a brain dead bro yeah and they kind of played into that like yeah. I, I went to high school with a guy who was just like that he went on the prices right and he did a fake fall from the very top of the of the aisle all the way down right he pratfalled onto the stage yeah, yeah yeah well that's all i got there's danger to immersing yourself in your character and there's also danger to jokingly saying shit like you might say some shit as a joke and all of a sudden it's in your vocabulary. Mm. We have you any know? examples of that? Like whenever I say bro, sick, fuck, I've, I've bro tried with not an to e say, at the end. I've tried not to say the word gnarly my entire life. Why? It, because I just don't want that to be in my vocabulary. Gnarly is not that bad, bro. Gnarly is like- <laughs> Gnarly is not that bad, Gnarly bro. is putting a, a toe in the jacuzzi. I, that's the thing is that once you put a toe in, I might slide all the way in. And jacuzzi I, start feeling good. It starts to feel good. So, I, and it, it pops in because sometimes that's the only word that's appropriate for shit. Like that's actually pretty gnarly. Mm -hmm. And when like I the say Albertsons it, right over there, it can be gnarly sometimes. It can be, <laughs> especially during COVID. It can't be beep, 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 beep. It can't be G dash, 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 dash. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. But, um, <laughs> you know, I feel like I have to hold on to some semblance of 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 something mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know what i feel like i'm giving up by saying that word but i just don't want to because listen i can float off i can just disappear and one minute i'm saying gnarly and the next minute i'm following fish <laughs> we, we all have our own version of gnarly <laughs> we all have that and gnarly is your gnarly and and you you deserve that i deserve to have what boundaries. are you doing whenever i listen to your podcast you're always talking about how you're you're making your sludge drink, yeah. beets, yeah. apples, broccoli. Yeah. And I didn't think it was true, but I'm seeing it now with my own two eyes and it's real. It's true, yeah. It's uh I've I've measured it out on my app. It's about 120 calories okay. for the smoothie. And it's all vegetables. Are these vegetables raw or are they cooked? All raw. Just put them in a Vitamix. Mm -hmm. Here's my theory. And I could be wrong. Someone might prove me wrong, but my theory is pressed juice, bullshit. Yeah. Because what about you need fiber? The fiber? You need the fiber. You need the fiber, right? But also uncooked vegetable fiber right. can be undigestible and you're no, unable to no. absorb the nutrients from it. What? Putting it into a, into a blender will help a lot. If you're just eating raw kale, yeah. especially the more fibrous types, yeah. 
your body just shits it out. You don't really, it's uh, unable to break down the nutrients. That's why you got to cook it first. I knew somebody was going to debunk my whole, my whole smoothie thing. I'm not debunking you. I'm just saying right next to the Vitamix in your kitchen, set up a steamer, yeah. put your sweet potato, your kale, your broccoli, whatever you want in there. It takes, you know, it takes 60 seconds to steam your kale or, or a piece of broccolini or whatever. Then into the Vitamix, you, you're going to have a hot smoothie though. Yeah, who wants it? I'm basically making you're tricking you're tricking me into making soup, and I don't like to be tricked. You ever Jason. like having soup? <laughs> I like soup, but I don't like to be tricked into making mm -hmm. soup. Okay. I just want you to get all the nutrients, bro. That's what I'm you after. You work hard. You spend your hard-earned <laughs> money on these fucking vegetables. They're probably organic. <laughs> I went to the farmers market. You get them at the farmers market, don't you? And you're just shitting <laughs> out all that vitamin D, all that Joe Rogan D's leaving you. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, all that all that Joe Rogan fucking solid D is leaving my body. <laughs> So um, I was listening to your podcast the last episode. Yes. And I was like, damn, do I have time to get a ski mask? Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't. Good. And I was like, should I wear like head to toe Arcteryx Gore-Tex? Yes. And I forgot to do that. I forgot this was a visual podcast. Yeah. Because I've never done a, a visual podcast. Well, that it's funny because I'll tell you, I was thinking about you coming over here and I know that you guys don't have a visual component. Mm -mm. But the only reason, this is why this happened. When Maddie and I started this show, okay, mm -hmm. he said, "Dude, uh, you, you know, I have I have this many YouTube followers. Start a YouTube channel instantly." He goes, "Instantly, we're gonna have this many followers." He's like, "The revenue you'll be pulling in two hundred thirty k a year." And I go, two thirty k a year for an hour a week fucking around with you sounds mm. fam." What's you know, the catch, big man? That's what you said. Here's the catch is that none of <laughs> none of his people like me. <laughs> and it just was like, it shot up like the first episode was like, to mm -hmm. the moon. We're like, you know, the first episode was like probably like 120K. We're like, that's okay. Mm -hmm. We'll do better. And it just started plummeting because they, I'm off brand for him. His brand yeah, is yeah, very, yeah. you know, he he's since. He's a screamer. He's a screamer. You're a gentle. I'm, I'm, I'm a gentle. You're a gentle. What? No. He, <laughs> yes? No. He's a screamer. He just... No, you're not gentle. You're a fucking... I'm you're gentle. a gnarly guy. I'm just, you're badass. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a badass. Kick the I, shit out of me. No way, man. <laughs> oh, it's all good. No, no. Okay, uh, but no, no, all that's true. And like he, his personality type, the what his content that he excels at making is visual. Because he, he wear, you know, he's a big, huge, fat guy. Yeah. Covered in tats. He's yeah. always wearing crazy overalls and funky... You know, a, a typo negative T-shirt that costs eight hundred dollars. Yes, you know it's a whole yep. thing. And then he's on there. He's he's visual. He's screaming. Yeah, he excels at YouTube, obviously. And then the podcasting audio only content like this. Yes, he you know he's confused. He doesn't know what to do. He and then know what to do. guys like you element. and I, yeah, intellectuals, intellectual types. Yeah, mm -hmm. theater of the mind, baby. Theater is, of the mind is what we're engaging in. Mm -hmm. Whereas what Maddie engaged in is theater of the body. Mm -hmm. in a theater of horror it's like a glory hole yeah he's the on the other side he's the whole body yes and you're like where's the dick where is it our side dick only where's the body true and let's go to commercial break let's, let's go let's do an ad <laughs> this is something i do hate free trials you ever just say i'm gonna try apple tv and all of a sudden you're locked in for two years and you're paying oh, yeah. 26 dollars a month they get me every fucking time mm -hmm. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam to get you. Like when you sign up for that gym and you stop going mm -hmm. and you keep paying because you think you're going to go, but mm -hmm. you don't go. Mm -hmm. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. It is a, f it is a scam. 
Uh, Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. That's a big chunk of cash, if you ask me. <laughs> because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. tap. Um, I love Truebill. I mean, uh, um, um, I, I... What are some I, of the websites that you use Truebill to unsubscribe from? Well, one of the websites was uh, was one of my food delivery apps. And yeah. I can't say which one because sometimes we advertise it. I don't want to say the wrong one, but sometimes I'm paying a fee, a premium fee... To get yeah. a food delivery and I'm not getting it. Another one was a uh, was a music subscription service that I stopped listening to. Mm-hmm. There was one that just sent me candles and crystals, <laughs> and, uh, and I stopped getting the candles and crystals, but I kept getting charged. Oh, one of them was just um, there was a website I subscribed to for for eight dollars a month, which just suggested ideas for socks. And I and who needs and that? They ding you every month for that. They ding you every month. Is your ex using your Netflix? That's what one woman found out after she downloaded Truebill, which finds and cancels subscription with just a tap. Think Ooh. about that. You got any nasty exes out there that are linking up to your fucking HBO Max or mm-hmm. Netflix? I got Not so cool. many chicks using my Hulu premium yeah, right on now. On your Hulu, yes. Yeah. Fucked up. Hulu hooping all day on your Hulu. That fucking Hulu up my Hulu. algorithm. Yeah, you, and then you then you get like, why is it Gilmore Girls? Why is that being recommended? Thank to me? you. Mm-hmm. You know, or Gossip Girl or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, that, Gossip Girl's not bad. Is it? You like the new one with? Um, I don't watch it. I haven't watched any of old them. one. Oh, I never yeah. got into it. Um, it's, it would be weird if you did. Truebill has over 2 million users and has helped save them $100 million. I mean, I've actually, you know, in my in my experience using Truebill, I've, I've started to save. I don't have a year's worth of savings equaling 720 but sure. every little bit counts. You know, you nip and tuck a little bit, $20 here, $5 there, and next thing you know, you're a fucking millionaire. Don't fall for a subscription scam. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash PTA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash PTA could save you thousands a year. Listen, I got to tell you something. Uh, uh, banks, who needs them? Everything is being decentralized. We have new forms of currency. Now you can take a JPEG mm-hmm. of a frog doing a bong load and you can buy it for 40, duck, 40 bucks and then you can flip it and sell it for $16 million if you want, if you want to be super rich. This is how the world works now. That's so, how I bought my house. That's how you bought your house. I don't use the banks anymore. Banks I use frogs. It's, it's fraud. It's bullshit. It's all frogs. Mm-hmm. So get a frog, get an ape, flip it, get rich. Mm-hmm. So fuck the banks. No, don't fuck the banks. I love the banks are lovely. They're all listen. The banks are great. banks are cool for now, but they're on their way out. They're on their way out. Is there another solution for that? <laughs> okay, current is the future of banking, where you can send, spend, save, and manage your money all from your phone. Imagine that. Imagine the whole. Imagine all the entire, all your monetary uh, ins and outs just being finagled from your fingertips and your right onto my Android. Right onto your Android. <laughs> current. I don't app believe it. And connected debit card helps you get ahead by giving you a faster access to paychecks, fewer fees, and more flexibility. Imagine your paycheck comes in and you want it faster than usual. Okay, that would be nice because sometimes be nice. I'm in a pinch. Yeah, sometimes you have to you have to get some cufflinks for your Valentino suit and you need it ASAP because the party's Tuesday. I need uh, these things like yesterday. Is there a way I can get my money faster? There is a way. Than with, the traditional with banking the current system? premium account, members can get paid up to two days faster on direct deposits because banks will hold your money for 48 hours. Those and I've scoundrels. had lots of problems moving money around from one bank account to the next. And sometimes they like to say, I say, hey, I want to take my money from this account and put it in this account. And they go, man, you're going to wait a week. Mm-hmm. And I go, fuck you, you bankers. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There are benefits like uh, no ATM fees and over 40,000 in-network all-point ATMs in the U.S. 
Another way the banks sting you is through these fees. You know, they oh. fuck you. You go into 7-Eleven and you get a burrito and you want to pull out a hundred bucks because you want to go buy something that's super legal and you get dinged for $3.50. And why are you going to pay $103.50 when you could be paying a hundred bucks square? Um, it's not even counting the overdraft fees. Not even counting the overdraft fees. When I'm over fees. at the Spearmint Rhino. Exactly. Going oopsies mode. Oopsies. Had a spill. <laughs> uh, helpful spending insights and notifications to track when and where you're spending. Easy ways to create savings goals, including the ability to round up purchases to save extra change. That's really nice. Mm -hmm. uh, for a limited time, Current is giving a $50 sign-up bonus to new customers who sign up for premium and set up a direct deposit of $200 or more. That's right. Current will deposit $50 into your account. That's 50 smackaroos, 50 big fat ones. Enter our code TRUTH during sign-up or visit current.com forward slash TRUTH to claim your offer. That's right. Current will deposit $50 right into your account. That's 50 big smackaroonies. Enter our code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, during sign up or visit current.com forward slash, forward slash truth to claim your offer. Remember that's TRUTH during sign up, T-R-U-T-H. Download the current app, sign up, and in, in less than two minutes, and enter code T-R-U-T-H during sign up. Current is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services provided by and Visa debit card issued by Choice Financial Group. Member FDIC, pursuant to a license from Visa USA, incorporating can be used everywhere Visa debit cards are accepted. You know, I... <laughs> Have you guys checked out Yasser's podcast? It's on HeadGum. History of Heat? No. Yasser, he's a friend of mine. He's oh. done our podcast. He's a very funny guy. Oh, he is? I haven't listened to his podcast about Heat, though. Okay. Wait, are you fucking with me? Or are you are you making, no, I'll you know we do ad reads for that. Yeah, I'm making fun of that. Okay, okay. But okay, he okay. is actually a friend of mine. He has done oh, our podcast. Well, in that case, I will listen to it. If it's actually Well, no, because I, I you read give it, it a listen. I read it and it's all learn about the learn about behind the scenes of Supreme and fucking Louis Vuitton. I'm like, I c I don't want to know anything about any of that. Well, you know, hey, you know, watch out. StockX is watching. StockX. I love you, StockX. And StockX got that. Yeah, they got that, that fucking Fetty, that, chatty, that Cheddarino. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Maddie. You know the other thing with Maddie too is that you know Maddie is not a person. Maddie is not a person to interview people. He's a person to be interviewed, mm -hmm. and even past that, he's not even starting to be interviewed because Maddie has this like his brain goes into Maddie mode, and it's just like non sequiturs, mm -hmm. screams, looks, ah, bah! like there's no there's no actual like actual narrative right and but that's what you're there for or that's what you were there i were for. there for yeah i now think that, i think the situation that has played out is going to be advantageous for both of you yeah, he well, used his following yes to create this start the foundation he punted me yes he punted me yeah, he yeah, punted yeah. you into into outer space yeah. dune style right dune style in <laughs> And now he's like, I gave you the tools to fly, yeah. little bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you can start flapping your wings. You do you. You're 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 a great podcaster, good voice. Great. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay, yeah, really? You know, you have a good podcaster's okay, voice. Thank you. Thank quick you. wit. Quick wit. Okay. You like to hear the sound of your own voice. Yes. You you're able to do a podcast alone. Yes, I did that. Which is things that's the thing that very few people can pull off. I mean, you got this guy and you yeah. got the callers to fall back on, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's tough. But I like when it, whenever I listen to your show or whenever you were on my show. Yes, I was like, oh, two tone. He's got like a, you know, some people got it, some people don't. And yeah, yeah but you have an inquisitive spirit where you want to ask people interesting questions. You like to hear stuff. You like to learn. And Maddie like is just, learn. you know, 
shooting Maddie already in his knows hand, it. throwing it at the wall. Right. Maddie already knows Cash everything. Yeah. And Maddie also like, and also if I was Maddie and I did this thing with me, I would do the exact same thing. And I think he stayed on longer than I would have stayed because mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's doing television, baby. Yeah. Like what the fuck? I have three cameras in my apartment. Like he's doing, he's on fucking FX, right? I'm sure Benny Blanco's house is nicer than this house, my house, Jason's house combined times 20. Benny Blanco's house is a Shangri-La. Okay, I finally got to go over there mm-hmm. when he was there. I went there when he wasn't there once and he doesn't know that, but I went there. I was I, I, I bullied Maddie into inviting me over for lobster jewelry? rolls. You get What'd you get? I didn't get anything. <laughs> I, I bullied, I went over there for lobster rolls and it's like one of those things where like, I was like, damn, I. it's like if you just think you're in the house and you're like, I wish Maddie, I wish, I wish Benny had a like a NFL style cold plunge. And then you look over in the corner and of course it's there. You know, <laughs> you're like, God, I wish he had a perfect like five person Swedish sauna, you know, mm-hmm. brand new. And it's like, oh yeah, there's that. Like mm-hmm. you need an ice machine, it's over here. Like everything you need in one is there. And it's all set He's up. He's probably for a just very nice guy too. Very sweet man. Very nice. Very nice. No, no pretense. There's no no animus. I'm like, hey, Maddie, have you ever seen Benny get angry or irritated? He's like, I've never seen it happen. Mm-hmm. And Maddie has seen me fucking lose my shit by ten times. You know, sure. Because I don't have a cold plunge in a sauna, and you know, I don't live in Shangri La. Right. And less uh, Grammys. And I have less Grammys. Yeah. And I don't have uh, less not, body hair though. I'm not friends with Diplo, so. I've said it before. You have a your your voice. The way you talk is very similar to Diplo's. Okay. Which is you know I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know either. But I think that power like is something that I when I started <laughs> listening to you, I was like this motherfucker talks like Diplo. And it's not so like weird. your voice sounds like it. It's like the way that you speak. Like the pantameter. The pantameter. <laughs> the pantameter. The cadence. Uh, I have a Diplo esque cadence. But it's like a it's a kind of cadence that's like. It's it's a good thing, you know. You can, nice. You can, well, why is he wasting his time uh, turn turntableizing when he could be talking? You know why are you wasting your time talking when you could be at, uh, doing day party Sunday in at Excess, bro? True. But I'm just I'm just saying it's a it's a type of voice and a way of speaking. It's a real panty dropper. Okay, that's you're doing this wrong, right? But. This is a bad stop stop this please. <laughs> put on put on Diplo, put on Iggy Azalea featuring FKI and Diplo, I think she ready. Put that video on. Because is Diplo talking all through this motherfucker? He talks through the whole video. No, part of it was shot in this kitchen. All right, I just want our listeners to know you licked the cap <laughs> like it was a fucking gummer in the bottom of the bag of the Coke, bro. Yeah. Just a little whoopsies. Are you one of those guys when you um when you get to the bottom of the bag? Do you, and this is probably me because I'm sick. I'll take the bag and I split it open and just lick the whole thing. Yeah, you got to go inside. You got to get it all. What what person doesn't do that? I don't know. Some people don't. There's people, there's some. Benny Blanco, if you're as rich as him, he doesn't have to fold his Coke bag in and out. No, there is no bag. It's like a, there's like a little uh, tiny like grinder. Seth Rogen designed him a, a piece of ceramic. A, a unique ceramic cocaine holder yeah. or whatever drugs that Benny Blanco does. Whatever. I don't think he does any drugs. That's why he's so powerful. I think that there's... Um, okay, so this is a Diplo... This is an Iggy Azalea video. Did you direct this? Yeah. Okay. This is crazy. No one saw this. It's so dumb. Um, so, so is Diplo talking all through this one? You yeah. just wanted to get some streams going I just for like a to video connect. that you made? I just think it's funny that 
that we're talking about Wes. Huh? You gonna kick back on these streams? Oh yeah, I get I get like per stream I get like a, a one millionth of a penny. Mm-hmm. Um, get it, bro. That was Damn. in the kitchen. That part with the cup. <laughs> I just don't you think that's funny? Doesn't think yeah. that's odd? It's very odd to me. No, that I, that you're like, hey, come in this kitchen. Yeah, like is your his, kitchen. This this one right here, right there. That, where that kitchen where that dining table is. I had a green screen in there. Any means necessary. I would do anything to get things done. Now, not so Bram, much. You got a hustler spirit, player. I got a hustler spirit. You know what I'm saying? But it's like you know, I'm I'm on the long, I'm taking the long road to my to to my gains. You know what no, I mean? No, I'm I'm with you on that one. I didn't start working hard until I turned forty. Thirty for me is when I started. When I got scared. Really? And, and yeah, thirty is when I, thirty is when I really started trying to work. Up in everything up until thirty was a complete wash. I mean, like I was learning shit, you know? Like I did, I was a tattoo artist, I could do graffiti, I got into film school, I did all these things, but I was such a mess. Just like scrambling, trying to figure things out. And then 30, I was like, okay, I got Just focus. because of that age or did something happen it was at an that age. age? It was an age, it was, an, it, was a, it was just like this, it was like, you have these moments in life where there are actual, there are actual like um, goal lines and doors that open and shut and you mm-hmm. actually like, it happens once in a while. Mm-hmm. Everything before is a million times. It'd be like tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. I'm gonna do it. Tomorrow, I'm gonna do it. Tomorrow, I'm gonna do it. And then one day it goes, uh oh. And that was one of the things when I hit thirty. I was like, okay, time to work. Mm-hmm. And I just started trying to figure out. And shortly after, I started a company. And uh, I think maybe thirty is when I started. I don't know. So I, I got to me when I I didn't when I was thirty. I was just like a professional DJ, so I didn't have to work hard. I was just you're in a PJ with a cobra snake cruising around, yeah. yeah, getting paid to drink Patron, drinking Patron, getting your toes sucked by women of dubious age, and <laughs> not age, race, dubious race. Um, you're in Dubai, white chicks, white chicks, yep, yep, the nastiest kind, the worst kind, yep. I've heard, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but now, but now it feels good to to do a lot of hard work, right? But I mean, but also you had the podcast you had tall tales mm-hmm. which i would see i would i would go oh that jim's them jeans guy has a podcast and like at the time i was like i'm not i wouldn't listen to any podcast i don't know why i just might it was you were very early you were you yeah. you you're you at the first there was like the first boom and what are we on the third wave of podcasting i would or, say probably yeah now third it's like wave. a mandatory thing if you're like a man of a certain age you have to have one to be connected to one <sighs> yeah in la at if least you're, if you're like a comedian you you legally have to have legally your own have podcast. to have one. Yeah, they lock you up, bro. Even if you're like sometimes funny, you have to have a podcast, <laughs> right? If you can make three people laugh, if once you have in a while, any social media following, yeah. you have to have a podcast, yeah. or yeah. YouTube, or YouTube. But so so even though Maddie's not on this anymore, why do you still do the YouTube? Because it is bringing oh, in this, some bucks. This is the thing. This no, this is what happened. We'll tie it all together. Yeah, that's fucking full circle. Hakuna Matata, this shit. Okay. Uh, he said, go on YouTube. We're going to make the money. I said, let's fucking go. Mm-hmm. Uh, under protest, till he said quarter million a year. I'm like, okay, fuck it. I don't care. I had no, I did not ever want to be in front of the camera on YouTube. I'm a behind the cameras guy. I don't like it, really. It just mm-hmm. happened. I was thrust into it. So we started doing More the show. More of a director, less of the talent. Right. And when we started doing the show, Maddie was live in person. And I was like, let's try to push this. Like the idea was that I wanted to try to turn it into a kind of a variety, slightly narrative, weird thing 
that this kind of I want to build this universe. So we just started doing like you it's know, not we, just going to be two people talking at a table. It's no, going to be something so much more, so much more immersive, immersive. And I would like you know there there be a show where I tell I bring in some I like I need smoke machines I need candles bring a fucking iguana like I just do you know trying to fuck around and play with it and Mandy then, was paying for all of it man, <laughs> times were going times were good well no we had we, uh, he might have paid for something he did pay for the initial equipment okay, he paid for cool. the initial okay here's how it really went down we were at Sugarfish I said I want to do it. he's PTA like we start talking. Sugarfish. Yeah. Ugh. He loves sugarfish. Nasty ass fucking. It's not sugar. bad. What do you mean? What's wrong with sugarfish? It's false sushi. Oh, come on, man. Carry on. You can't be that much of a snob. Really? Well, what's your easy go to sushi? Like, that's. I'm not saying sugarfish is like the best sushi, but I'm saying for the price and for the accessibility, you don't like it? You never. No, it's very accessible oh and God. very affordable, but when I eat it, the fish. It doesn't feel like it's alive. I forget. I totally forget that you got you 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 guys and your fucking <laughs> elitist palate. That bitch. He's that bitch. Um, we'll I'll go back. to Shintaro in Hollywood for a little cheap, cheaper, easier sushi. Have you been to EK recently? No, but that's a classic. I've been there in forever. It it went down and then it came back. It's back. Remember, I used like to go Ethereum? to like, like Ethereum. Let's go. Just like Ethereum. You got to buy. You got to. But you don't buy the dip. Don't when buy the, sushi the dip and sushi. Dips, you don't buy it. You only come back when it, when it shoots back up. Um, when it, when the sushi dips, Del Taco. Sushi back up. Yeah. We start going. I get it. It's true. Oh, I went to this. Uh, I'm getting so distracted. I was going to tell you about this Korean barbecue place I went to. Um, What's it called? It's um, something with a D. It was fucking delicious. Um, okay. Let me check in on that real quick. Is it Anyways, a newer place or an older place? It's a place that's... It's an old place um, that just got brought over from... From the old country. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about it. Did they like have like a whole mushroom on the grill when you're eating it? It was more like steaks and less no, flaps? No, it, it was like, it was mostly steaks. They had three cuts of steak. Mm-hmm. It's like um, Daiko or something? Daiko, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it was Fuck really nice. It. Yeah, it was good. You didn't like it? It's not good. Never been. Haven't been. <sighs> Fuck, now I feel intimidated because you don't like sugar fish. I'm like, what's his, his palate is so, he's so advanced. It's like, if it's not sushi zo, right? No, you can't, no, 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 no. I, I eat cheap sushi all the time. Just, there's just something about the way that sugar fish is prepared. It, it loses the spirit of sushi to oh me. Oh my God. I like, if, I feel like every time I'm eating all the fish, yeah. I feel like it was cut in some back closet, you know, 10 hours ago and it's just sitting there and some fucking dishwasher you're, you're grabs so, it puts it in a box boom 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 it's you're not, so refined you're talking to a, a person who just eats i'm eating trash vegetables like i mean I'm, I'm a savage i just said del taco like i eat del taco all yeah, the time but I, I eat all this i eat fast food and shit i eat nasty ass janky food all the but time but that's what all the that's what all like back of house people say when you go to a fancy <laughs> restaurant they go they all they all must have, i've been out to eat with maddie and you go to like this really crazy five-star restaurant mm-hmm. and then they all just like gather around and they start trying to impress you by going you know the the uh, the Jack in the Box, uh, <laughs> and they're serious. They're no, dead serious. No, 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 no. Like, it's you know, true. It's they're true. like, you know, what's really good? A hungry man Salisbury steak dinner. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Um, I forget where I was going with the with the whole oh, the creation of podcast. I've said this before. I said it again. We mm-hmm. are at, we're at Sugarfish. Yeah, which we'll you know we'll talk about. We'll get more into that. Let's hope. Not. I said, do you want to start a podcast? Mm-hmm. Maddie's insane. He goes, yeah, okay, let's do it tomorrow. We go to Gosartan the next day. <laughs> we start recording on a Zoom. We just f- figured I call I call Scott Martin, my buddy. You know Scott? I don't think I so. Like you, you guys are cross paths. I'm Scott sure. Martin? Yeah, he's in Crom. You know that band Crom? Oh, okay. Yeah. Heard of it. Yeah. Don't know Scott though. Heavy dude. Very heavy guy. Shout out to Scott. He kind of just gave me the basics and how to Zoom record. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and we started recording and we we're off to the races and then we're trying to sell the show, you know, and we sold mm-hmm. it. We we got the show placed somewhere. It's this whole fucking thing. And I'm like, I'm doing it. You know, we're going to figure this out. And um, pilot season. We're yeah. in action. Yeah. Pilot season. We're doing the rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But that's how he sold me on YouTube because of the YouTube numbers. And now the problem is. I don't want to fucking do this shit. I just want to record. I want to just grab grab a thing and just record. I don't want to have. There's three cameras in here. I get this man in his in his shirt from Bali, which is something else we'll talk you about. You got this Bailanese man. Bailanese man. Man spreading on your couch. Yeah, solely man spreading. Jason McAfee, fucking just the whole dark. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Alienware yeah. computer at my house. Yeah. No, he's a lovely man. I got. I respect Jason very much. Um. Every podcast needs a Jason. Every, I'm the Jason of my podcast. If it you makes are. you feel better, you wear all the hats. Mm-hmm. You're the front. You're front of the camera, Jason, and behind the camera, Jason. So you don't want to do any of this YouTube shit anymore, but you have to because why? Well, because it's it's half of our uh, viewers and our and our ad sales live on the podcast. So half of our viewers are on YouTube. Half are on. So so it's like a pretty much 50 50 split a, of your split. audience. Yeah, and I can't afford to lose the pe- half of my audience. Right, right, right. Fuck discoverability. Exactly. That's for lames. For lames. And I'll tell you another thing. <laughs> Only lames discover Another stuff. thing that I think about when I think about how long <laughs> gone is that the way this podcast, I went like this. I said, let's just, I'll defer to the experts. And we designed this thing, right? Mm-hmm. In a way that was like, they, we needed to design this in a certain way to get people to like it on YouTube. And the way that we designed it was really goofy. Like it's really just like bright and yeah. there's, it's like, it's like four colors of fucking Cooper and there's sh- all kinds of shit everywhere. And, mm-hmm. and like, you know, two years in, I look at it, I'm like, we don't have to do that. We don't have to live that way. I look at how you guys have nice sleek design. It's got Yimmy Yayo designing your shit. You know, you call, you call fucking, um, who's the, what's that, what's that designer that designs everything and charges you million, whatever. You call that guy, you know, you get a package, he sets up your new thing. Like it's, everything looks Rudnick, sleek. Rider Rips. Rider, you call Rider Rips, he makes you an NFT, lobs it at you, you put it in your wallet. Yeah, um, that's right. You know, and, and meanwhile, I'm over here, you know, it looks like I'm designing uh, like for a kid's show in Bulgaria. Like, <laughs> it's just like, it's, but it's there's, there's no wrong or right way to do it. Like the most popular podcast in the world is like Joe Rogan. Right. And that the artwork for that podcast is awful, ugly, ridiculous, terrible. Yes. Nobody gives a flying shit. Yes. But that's just what it is. But I'm going to have to do a redesign. Let me ask you this. What do you think? Oh, shit. Would it be bad? What if I rename this podcast? You think that would fuck me up? Definitely. That would be a bad idea. <laughs> Why can't I do that? So why Doctor, what do you just not like the name or do you need a clean name for a clean start? I just I keep thinking about redesigning and how it's going to it's like it's so clunky. What if I just, you know, gave it like a nice What's what's clunky about it? The name or the art? Or the name and the art together marriage is the marriage of it is it, the name is long. Powerful Truth Angels. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. I think it's a good name for a podcast. You like it? You're giving me your, your you're giving me the some, Joe Rogan experience. That's eight symbol syllables. Okay. Powerful <laughs> truth <laughs> angels. Truth. Seven less syllables than the most popular podcast in the world. You feel better about your, yourself. Your math right? is amazing. The, the, the way you quantify it, the, the way your brain works. I can count to seven, baby. It's crazy. 
Or just that. call it PTA. PTA. So I would say... What about a visual redesign? What make, if I just... Make a, well, since Maddie is literally on the artwork of the podcast still... Gonna, we have to take him off. <laughs> but I don't... But that could still get you some extra... No, 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 we got to. I know, I'm just kidding. We have to. We actually have to strike. Not now. This is the thing. He'll come on whenever he's around. Sure, he's a friend. But as an entity, I got to take it over, and that means sometimes I have to just yell into the void, like you've, you know, and I have to, I have to click into the manic part of my brain Mm -hmm. that can go like you know for 45 minutes. That's good. But when you're done doing like a solo pod for 45 minutes, tapping into your brain, are you, are you just a shell of a man? Are you laid out? Are you are you spent? Like you just got a? Here's a problem. This is the fucking problem. Because I know you got fuel and nutrients, but we from got, what we were talking about earlier, you're not absorbing all of them. I'm not absorbing it at all. Uh, I have nutrients and fuel, but according to you, thirty percent of it is entering my body. The problem is if you're that lucky. Sometimes after this show, I literally have to go. Okay, I have to shut down the PTA part of my brain, and then open up this door. And enter the born and raised world, that mm. universe. And I have to put it to a whole different thing. I, everything changes. I have to, my brain becomes like, you know, I got to think finish, differently. You're like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. Where's my Raiders jersey? Yeah. Where's my Raiders jersey? Where's my fucking. Where's my sawed off shotgun? Yeah. Where's and my, my sh- Cortez? Yeah. <laughs> you got to go into fucking gank I, mode, baby. I mean, not really. We're, we're a lovely company that cares about I people. I know, I know. And, but I mean, um, that's hard. That's hard because you, you have like, it's like two very big parts of your life, this and Born and Raised. Those are two businesses that are full-time jobs already on their own. Yes. And to bounce back and forth, there's a little, you're going to get the bends, as they say. I get the bends. And, mm-hmm. and, and then sometimes there's a third thing. I might be on some other thing. I might yeah, be shooting you, a commercial. You could be shooting a commercial. Who knows what the fuck I'm doing these days? Influencer content for Instagram. Yeah, it could be just on Instagram. Even, even just posting on Instagram sometimes to me is a trial. Because I don't even want to. I, I, if it's up to me, I do it once and once a month. But I know I have to kind of stay relevant, you know, and keep an eye on things. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it'll take me like sometimes it'll take me like an hour to figure it out. Does he have that problem? You mean like feel like figuring out a caption of no, what no, to do? Like, I don't care about the caption. Just like because I like I've I've committed myself to making slides, so I have to pick ten pictures, and they have to make a. I like to create some sort of an arc. Oh, so I've, you're doing like the carousel of 10 photos for I've, the grid and yeah. you, you wanted to really tell a story. Somewhat. I painted myself in no corner. Well, yeah. When you're doing the 10 pics, yeah. when it's like November photo dump, mm-hmm. then it's hard because you're like, I got 100 pictures. I got to trim them down to 10, then put them into whatever order. It, that's like, it's homework. It's like it's homework. work that you have to do. And it's all on your phone. Yeah. We're older. We want to do it on the computer. <laughs> Yeah, it's not just like look at my bowl of faro, right? It's like look at this picture of, of a guy in a Pikachu costume, look yeah. at the picture of Omar, mm-hmm. and there's a picture, you know. Am um, I, am, do I have Bay in here? Yeah, do, do I, I drop Bay? Because once in a while you gotta drop Bay in, you, you know? Drop Bay in there. Because it kills. <laughs> right. There's a snake I saw in Griffith Park, Bay. There go. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of stuff. Then I this is where my heart really lies. And mm-hmm. it's in like. So you gotta do one for them, one for you. Yeah, I mean, that, honestly. Uh, I think memes in general, um, they... The only thing that gives you pleasure or laughter they give, anymore? They give me so much pleasure and it's crazy. Like I really, I really feel, I don't know. Do they, do, is it, do they, they, they keep me, you young? No, nothing. Because it's the language of the youth I've heard. Sure, it's the language of the youth, but nothing, they touch me in a way 
that nothing has ever touched me before because you can say so much with just one. I was, I was talking about this on an episode of our show a, a couple, like last week. Um, and the guest we had on is like a 22 year old singer. So she's like very young. So memes have existed her entire life. That's mm -hmm. all she knows. Mm -hmm. So when she says, she says when she sees like a SpongeBob meme, it's like a language to her that she speaks because it's just like ingrained in your life, you know? Yeah. It's just what all that you know. And then, um, and then Chris, my podcast co-host, he was twice her age, is saying like, I also love memes so much. That's the only way that, it's the only thing that truly makes me laugh anymore. Like I'll watch stand up. I don't really care. I'll watch yeah. a comedy movie, eh, whatever. Watch SNL, no one's giggling. But if, and, and we sort of decided it's because it's an ultra niche thing where it's like i i am liking this so much because it's a special certain little thing about a certain subject said in a joking way about a certain thing and if you get all the parts of the meme in your yeah. brain you're like you have like a like a dopamine reward kind of thing there is a little there's a little uh digital, and you're like proud of yourself for understanding the meme perhaps you think there's a i don't get i don't know if i'm proud of myself but maybe you're a, looking at dumb dumb memes maybe you need to step your meme <laughs> shit up bro no nah, my meme game is pretty solid i think i <laughs> i think it is a little digital key bump when you connect to it you know what i mean oh yeah it's mm -hmm. a little uh it's a little something hold on one second Sorry, man. She's Omar's. Omar's licks herself, and it makes me crazy. The noise is just like drives me insane. Like, oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like eating on mic. It's like it's like now I know what it sounds like. So when we're when we're eating grapes on the mic, did you hear it a lot? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You're chomping it. on grapes. Like for sure. Yeah. I was trying to munch quietly. I'm it sorry, guys. I mean, it's not as flavoring as that. No, I try okay. not to be. I try not to be too crazy. So okay. You guys went on tour. Mm -hmm. How the how does that happen? How did you do that? During during quarantine, we um, we did an episode with a singer named Phoebe Bridgers, who's pretty popular. Yeah. Episode did well, and then her booking agent was uh, they listened to the show, they liked it, they became fans of it. And while quarantine is happening, they're like, we work at a booking agency. There's no concerts, there's no live events because of quarantine, we're, we're not doing shit. So they're just like reaching out to new people and they were like, do you guys wanna try to do a tour? And, and we said, yes. So we, so we signed a deal with them and then we basically went into like the, like the Apple Spotify data, figure out the 10 cities in America with our biggest audience and then reached out to concert venues all over the country, booked a tour in 10 cities and then got some sponsors so we wouldn't have to you know rent a van and stay at fucking motel six and mm -hmm. then we good to go and we just we just kind of winged it wung it we didn't really have much of a and it's just you guys on stage it was, it's us two some cities we had a guest or two and then we'd have like bands play sometimes huh. in the city so it was kind of like a little evening of of dinner and theater type jam, of vibe jam-packed full of elite caucasians a lot of elite Caucasians and their Asian girlfriends. In, in every city and their Asian girlfriends. A lot of designers. Uh -huh. um, a lot couple, of creative directors. Couple, a lot of creative directors. Hashtag 35. Yep. A lot of people wearing these shoes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Those things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, can yeah, I? Yeah, that's all there. Those shoes. Yeah. Those Birkenstocks a few years back. Uh -huh. I went to a place and, and, try, and I, I tried them on, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I'll just try these on. I think they're so fucking ugly, right? And I tried them on. And I was like, I can't wear these. These are horrible. And I went home. 
I'm a grown ass man. Right. And but I went home and I kept thinking about how good they felt on my feet. And I had this conversation. I go, who gives a fuck anymore? Just buy them. And I bought them and I stayed in a pair of those things. I've had this, actually someone stole it. This is my second pair. I've had a pair of them for years. And then of course, like anything that you like uh, in private, it becomes a thing. Now, now Birkenstocks, it's, Crocs. Yeah, now it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now it's, it's full now tech it's, Croc, you know, yeah, yeah. silly Mayberry fucking just cyborg, uh, <laughs> out of control. I, I used to call it like Uggs, Crocs, Burks. Yeah. Heroin for your feet. Yeah, it's true. It feels so good. Yeah. You don't care what you look like. Yeah. For those of us who have done heroin, yeah, I assume it's like that, right? You done heroin? No. Hmm. You ever smoke it? No, I've never, I've never smoked or shot heroin. I never did a heroin. <laughs> no, a lot huh. of people don't do heroin. Oh, I haven't. I never shot heroin. You smoked it though. I might have once or twice tried to just been like, give this a shot. Probably you know? smoked. I, I mean, I've been in the room when people smoke hard drugs. Yeah, but not heroin. What Crack, other? You seen it? Oxy. You see, I never. You, you had someone. You were in the room. With someone smoking an oxy. My friends used to smoke oxys. Yeah. Back in the day, or, or recently, it was like back, last, well, yeah, way last back week, in the day. Last way week. Back in the, okay. Like um, early two thousands, probably. Drop an oxy in a light bulb and just blaze it up. Aluminum foil. Yeah. And like where it goes, slides down. Yeah. Blaze up. But blaze I have been up. in the car where graffiti bros were hotboxing crack. Oh. And but I did not partake. But you did you get secondhand? Crack smoke hit? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Did you get a little amped? It smells good. It smells like astronaut ice cream, kind of. What? <laughs> astronaut ice cream. <laughs> what crew are these uh, smokers from? TKO. Oh, oh, he says the name. I heard TKO is, is I, I, I've been hearing the word on the street is TKO has been around. I've been out there. Been like as of late? As of a late. Resurgence? The word on the street is TKO is out there. That's all I've heard. What do you mean by out there? They're just out there. They just, there's a, there's been a, you know, sometimes there's ebbs and flows of crews mm -hmm. and they kind of get big and then, the, you know, sometimes there's like, sometimes people get whipped up and it's like, you know, it's time to start fucking doing this again. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that they went away or didn't go away, but I'm saying that I've heard reports of TKO out in the loose. So be careful. Your little shooters are telling you. I don't things. have any little shooters. I have a Shih Tzu. You and should I have get a some little shooters. They're no, good, you don't man. need. You don't want little shooters because eventually they'll implicate you. Yeah, you, you don't you know who wants that. They'll who start wants, talking. They'll, 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 they'll put a dime on. Hefe you can't over take here. them to Air One. They fucking freak out and like <laughs> don't understand what quinoa is and have a fucking shit fit. And you can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, someone's like, "Oh, why'd you stab me?" Yeah, and you're like, "Sorry, I have a little shooter." But a guy like you might need little shooters because you're gonna get caught shoplifting one day. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna, you're gonna need someone to create a hole for you. Who the fuck is ever gonna think I'm shoplifting? No, nobody. <laughs> I love, especially now because like having a podcast gives you this like you become you become recognizable in a way that's like it, all the places. But people always kind of notice you more if mm -hmm. you have a podcast and they kind of they're aware of you and they'll never think you're stealing. They like they'll have a conversation with you about like you know these this like grain free granola mm -hmm. and they don't know that you're just like fucking tucking. Just yeah, try, just, just I'll have a conversation with. Loss prevention. Yeah. 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 They're like, the I love your show. Haircut. You're like, yeah, me too. Howdy ho there, Howdy neighborino. Ho. And then boom. Boom. And then you and then your your pockets are loaded. All the avocado oil's going down. Yeah. I love it. I love that. I just I always think about you when I saw you. <laughs> I was like talking to you and I was like, and I'm I'm such a I'm so I'm so like square, you know, like I've just like renounced 
anything like that you know you're rack free since yeah 99 for a long time yeah i don't feel anymore and um and I just remember talking to you and be, you were just like sitting there like talking to me and eating from different containers. I was like, <laughs> I was like are, are you gonna pay for that? You're like, no, dude. You're like, what are you lame? You're like, this shit's free. I was like, oh yeah, it is free. Well, I mean, I don't I don't like to steal from Appar- mom and pop independent small right. businesses, but fuck Bezos. Bezos farms, I don't give a fuck, bro. Fuck Bezos, yeah. And no, neither do they. No one in there cares. No, 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 no. It's a fucking free for all. It's all good. I mean the chicken tendies. Chicken tendies. But when I was listening to the to the last podcast with the graffiti guys, yeah, and you guys were talking about LP, yeah, yeah, yeah. like loss prevention, yes. And it's funny because on my podcast, I'll refer to my my girlfriend as LP life partner. Oh, nice. So it's funny. There's like the two, uh, like the juxtaposition of like I'm such a pussy that I'll call my girlfriend my life partner. It's yeah. sort of like half jokey, yeah. But I also know that law, LP also stands for loss prevention. The people that are trying to catch you know guys stealing makeup from walgreens to to to, trade in for trade in in for some fucking bang energy drink yeah that's the biggest (laughs) racket there is concealer for bang is like one of the one of the longest running scams yeah yeah that's why the supply chain is fucked up right now and to your point about being a pussy you know i think that i think that if you want to inherently be a good partner to someone you're gonna have to ratchet down you're gonna have to kind of Pussify Stop yourself. Stop your petty crimes. Oh. Stop your petty crimes. No, you have to come to. You have to start learning to be like. You know, you have to get a little soft. If you're going to interact in a certain way, you can't be a hard ass and have it all your way all the time. Oh you have to, yeah. Right. You have to kind of like. Uh, you I've have always to, been soft though. It's never a problem for me. I wasn't. It's not that I'm. My thing is that you weren't I'm, hard. You were stubborn. Yeah, I'm only stubborn and hard because underneath all of that, I'm the softest. So you have to. I have to calcify my pineal gland and everything else. And create a wall around myself. You can't penetrate to get inside because there's just like a little guy in there, and he's like, "Leave me alone," you mm-hmm. know, um, like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, he's a little guy with the levers, like the guy in Men in Black who's driving the fucking the big guy in a brain. That's there's a little guy in there, and uh-huh. he's, that's you. That's me. Uh, <laughs> no, it makes sense. I mean, that's pretty much everyone. That's everybody. The problem is that sometimes if you stay in character too long, you end up like in prison and then you become very hard. And then it's not even, you're not, then you're just confused. You're so hard that it doesn't even matter. You're so hard. That's that when you, be, you become a dog that they got to put down. You be, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what a shame. the Von Dutch doc, you told me, I, you told me, to, you told me about it last night and uh-huh. I was like, I, I have to watch this. Did you watch it? Yeah. I put on, I put it on last night and I started watching it and I was like, I totally forgot. I didn't forget, but I, I hadn't <laughs> thought about all this stuff for so long. Bronze age. I didn't even know about Bronze Age. Oh, Bronze well, Age. Well, because you're a Venice OG, right. so you right. know about that. I, I, for me, it was like the Bad Boys Club. Bronze Age. I mean, that like like the cool underground brand, you know? I, yeah, I think so. And but I, also, my favorite part of it, and I'll let you go, was when the guy was talking about it, and he's like, I can't wear a billabong, rusty all the shit, Quicksilver's for fucking pussies. Yeah, that And was I was funny. like, damn, this is a cool documentary already. Yeah. And I was, I was five years old and I used to think Quicksilver was the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Well, also you lived in the land of the Quicksilver, right? That's, that's like the epicenter of all those, like, you know, La Jolla group and all that stuff. Like, um, we're, we're getting pitted every day. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a lifestyle. You get pitted every day. But I was watching, I was watching it and then I was like, this is like two tone. It's like two tone kryptonite. (laughs) It's about the origins of streetwear taking place in Venice. It's it's involving really, crime and, it's, and garment manufacturing. It's kind of crazy to think that 
because I'm like, oh my God, there's so many parallels. Okay, number one, when I was a kid, Bronte's came out. I was a bit young. I knew of all these people, right? I mean, I knew Bagel. I used to live under Bagel. The guy that, you remember the guy in there was talking? He's one of the guys you interview. His name is Josh Klassman. My first apartment was under his apartment when I was like 17. You call him Bagel because he was Jewish? I don't call him Bagel because he's Jewish, but that was a nickname he had. Some people would call him that. That's that. why they call. I don't know. I'm not. I, you know, who can't? Could it's be fine. Hot. It was a it was a simpler time back then. Simpler time. His name. His nickname was Bagel mm-hmm. for whatever reason. He liked bagels. Um. So yeah, I lived under Bagel, and uh, anyway, so you hear the names of these guys. Mike could sell all these things, and as a little kid, it's just kind of like, you know, you hear the lore. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to to Bronze Age, and be Bronze Age being like, wow, this shit's this shit's cool. And I went to the uh, yeah, cover the mic, please. And I remember I was riding by Bronze Age and I had a beach cruiser and there was a girl on my handlebars and we were, I was like, you know, a little kid, like just like so excited to go. Like I wanted to go hang out at Bronze Age. That's where all the cool guys were hanging out. <clears throat> and um, and I would go up to Bronze Age and I remember I was riding up and the, the, the side of my tire clipped the rail of a surfboard oh, no. that was on the concrete and it just popped up and, fl- and flipped in the air. And, you oh, know, no. and like, and then some of the dudes came out and I'm just like, it was just one of those How things. How old were you when this happened? Um, f- 14, 13, something like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Your I don't balls think just dropped. Yeah, I hadn't been laid yet. You mm-hmm. know, I was still like, you know, I was excited to have a girl on my handlebars, you know? It's big. And uh, yeah, <laughs> big, t- <laughs> big deal. Um, it's first base for a lot of guys. Yeah, totally. And I remember that happened. And so you're riding the bike, the surfboard goes like I rode, I rode the bike and the tire flying. went over the, over the side of the board and it just popped in the air. You got pitted. It got pitted, and then and then and then I was like, and I don't know how I got out of it because sometimes they'll just beat you up for that, you know. Somehow I got out <laughs> yeah. of it, maybe because there was like a cute girl in the handlebars. And I, I distracted them. I don't know what happened. I got away. Another time I was hanging out in front of Bronze Age. It's friend of mine. Um, friend of mine. And friend of mine were having an argument. Me and this guy, and we were talking shit to each other. Neither one of us wanted to fight. Mm-hmm. But we were both posturing as if we wanted to fight. Sure. Like, What's up? What's up? And neither one of us do anything. And I remember one of the guys came out. I was like, "Are you guys gonna fucking hit each other or what?" <laughs> and and we're like, and he got. And then the guy just just was like disgusted, and he mm-hmm. went back inside. And I felt like such a loser. I was like, "Fuck!" I let the, I let the older guys down because I didn't punch my I didn't friend. Fight in front of I didn't, age. Yeah, I didn't fight my friend. Um, I didn't want to fight my friend. <laughs> I didn't want to fight anybody. Um, so, yeah, so the Bronze Age story and then the Von Dead story, I remember hearing about all this stuff, all the connections to Venice people. And you start unraveling that thread and it's like, it's crazy what happens, you know, with these with these companies because, you know, and it's always at the end of the road, there's always some Danish guy that just takes all the money. Mm-hmm. And they go from like, they're, they're interviewing uh, Mike Cassell and then they cut to the Danish dude, mm-hmm. the kickboxer, and the guy's in a fucking, he's in a giant loft where there's just a wall of motorcycles. Like, mm-hmm. is there any other way to flex how much money you have than putting nine motorcycles and bolting them to a wall? Like, it was yeah. crazy. And I remember going, oh, well, that's where all the money went. The, yeah, the 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 duality of man there of like, here's a guy who lives in a trailer park, is in a wheelchair, and he was smoking heroin to mm-hmm. get through an interview, and then six foot six danish guy who's a billionaire you know who's a billionaire now look i know empirically that you have worn trucker hats we cannot escape that yeah but did you have a von dutch trucker hat never had a von dutch no no no. i don't believe i did either no i mean it's it's you know obviously it came back sort of ironically now and i was wondering now is it going to have that same pattern where right now like it it was originally it was like the first 
huge. It was the biggest streetwear. <laughs> you know, technically, it was streetwear, right? Yeah. I'm. Um, I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, how is it not streetwear? Well, they're 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 printing you know logos on a T-shirt. They're they're cutting it, the label off of Dickies and it, sewing their label on. Yes, it was streetwear. Yes, it was streetwear in its infancy when they're in. The and apartment. then obviously it turned. But as soon as they ridiculous. want Fred Siegel, Paris Hilton, it's like, is that streetwear anymore? I guess so. I, don't I know. mean, you know, Su- Supreme is at and and Palace and all these streetwear brands. They're at you know Barney's and Dover Street Market. Sure, but places. I feel like they're connected. There's something about the way. It, I don't think it I doesn't. Think, I mean, it's it doesn't feel like a streetwear brand to me, but on paper, I don't see how it could not be. I but, think when it switches over to the Danish guy and Christian Ottage mm-hmm. and the way they did it, yeah, it no longer is. I don't know. I can't. What say, about when it just doesn't feel like it's when streetwear. Supreme got bought out by the fucking what should we call it holding group? Oh yeah. Um, is that are they still streetwear anymore? Yeah, because they're like. They are the epitome of, of streetwear. Like, there's never not going to. That is like that's the fucking grand model, right? In a, mm-hmm. in all in all its stages, is like go here and make the money, and then get sold and get like, mm-hmm. sure, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not like oh it's fucking not core, but my I think my personal take on Von Dutch was like, I'm like I don't I don't want to. It's it wasn't my thing. Like pinstripe and hot rod culture was not my thing. I didn't see that as being like. Maybe other sides, like maybe on the low riding side, I thought was interesting, but I didn't like mm. that very, because that stuff to me felt way too close to like, I don't know, like Iron Crosses. It was all like that. a social D kind of bro, like a <laughs> right. little like swing dance. I didn't connect to that. That wasn't where I was coming from. So okay. that whole vibe, that Von Dutch thing was just very, I don't know, but it was it was monstrous. A lot I of mean, guys named Red. Yeah, a lot of guys named Red. You know? Woody Woodpecker tattoos. Mm-hmm. Four, four leaf clovers, yeah, flags yeah. that have X's in them with stars, you know, um, <laughs> a lot right. of wild shit happening. But do you? So, so I was watching that and I was like, oh yeah, it was. It started off as a streetwear company, then it blew up, turned into this larger than life thing. Yes, and because it, you know, ate itself, it was so big, instantly died, and then just remained stagnant for twenty years. And now it's coming back. Ironically, now that a new generation is seeing it, and they're like, oh, this is like. The ugliest, funniest clothing ever, and <laughs> right. it's expensive. So I immediately want it, just like you know, Chrome Hearts or right. Amiri jeans or whatever. And it's the same. It's the same as wearing like a Monster Energy hat, right? It's like yeah. has that same like kind of ironic, ugly. Exactly. And I, which I do. I like the ugly. The ugly. Like there was a there was a moment where you wouldn't wear a Monster Energy hat with a gun to your head because it represented like metal militia and all this crazy shit. But now you might. You got a problem might, with the fucking militia, bro? No, dude. I got no problem with the militia. Man. Bitch. No, dude. Um, but but I'm wondering, is it going to now come back for another wave and get pitted again and become this national huge craze? I don't think so. I don't. I think the news cycle is too short for it to get real leverage. Maybe I'm not talking about the news cycle. I'm talking well, about the fashion cycle. Sure, but the fashions. When I say news cycle, I'm talking about Instagram and I'm talking about the the shelf life of things. Mm-hmm. Like if you put out a video these days, you might get three and a half days at the best. When mm-hmm. before you get you could run for three months on a video you know mm-hmm. people would be like or a song or something now it's like sure. there's so much shit like mm-hmm. like the trucker hat the trucker hats keep kind of popping up in, in street or in fashion but it's not taking hold i don't mm-hmm. think and you know instead of what's even more bizarre you know what the new von dutch hat is is fucking um people wearing hats and beanies with ears on them you seen this stuff <laughs> yeah a lot of kids I are doing you're gonna say uncle polly hat but no 
<laughs> no, it was that good. Shout out to Uncle Polly. Shout out to Uncle Polly. Oh. So you're talking about when people have hats with little ears on them, like a little Ariana Grande style? Is that who started that? Yeah, there's a whole thing going on with with kid like like SoundCloud rappers yeah, with yeah. a Dodgers hat that has ears on it. And they'll have headphones with ears on them. They'll light up and all that stuff. Yeah, they'll light up. You know, I think it's just people who. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, you mean no? I, there's like I, LED lights in them. Oh, like, I haven't seen that. I thought you were talking about. Oh, oh these people are not cool enough to to do drugs. No, these are cool. These kids that I see wearing these hats are cool as fuck. Like they're like they're like verified SoundCloud rappers who are like legit. And then you see them and they're wearing hats with little ears on them. Snoop. Snoop's I don't think verified SoundCloud SoundCloud rappers are cool though. Some are. I some. think some. I mean, they're just like seventeen years old and they grew up on cartoons and you know they're brain dead, not in a cool way. Not all of them, just I, like 99% of I'm them. I'm not going to say. There's I, nothing wrong with wearing a hat that has cat ears on it. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit, but I think it's interesting because it makes I look, you look at, like a fucking pussy, though. <laughs> I look at uh, I look at all these things as like, uh, you know, I always look at like the Von Dutch hat as, you know, the way gentlemen would wear like a bowler in the 40s, <laughs> you know, and like they're going to look back at this and be like, they used to wear a hat that had mesh in the back, you know, and <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> It was very breathable. It was when anal became uh, in vogue to lick asses. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, so the Von Dutch hat. So you had trucker hats. I had some trucker hats. I didn't have a Von Dutch hat. Uh, what, how old were you when you got your first fedora? <laughs> I've never owned a fedora, Hard bro. Hard-hitting journalism. I had a fedora, but not at the wrong time. I had a fedora before it was a thing. What and year are we talking about? I don't know if you want to date yourself. Two years ago? Um, no. When I was younger in my 20s, there, I had a fedora phase. Uh, you know what? Let me, I'm not going to lie. It was horrible. Did you, looked, did you adorn the fedora with anything? Maybe a playing card or a feather? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't adorn it with anything. Um, no, I mean, back in a certain time, if you were of a certain age, in a certain part of the world, trying to have sex with certain women, <laughs> yes, a certain fedora women. would do pretty well for you. Very specific miladies. <laughs> <laughs> a little tip of the hat opens up a door and legs. Fedora dick is some good dick That's if you get the dick. right one. Yeah, if you get the right one. So what when you had the fedora on, what was the outfit that you would... Same. You, no. No, same t-shirt, pants. You'd have your partner respecter, white tank top on, no. some Ben Davis. <laughs> partner respecter. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah, my sli- my partner respected my slingshot. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I had I had, I had a hat I had a brimmed hat phase. Mm-hmm. You know, I have listen. I had a lot of I, I look at some of the some of the clothes I've worn as a youth, and uh, it wasn't all great. You know, I've had no, some horrible. Everyone outfits. has everyone. I, it's like you know when when people like were fat when they were kids, they yeah. become more interesting, empathetic. Yes, when they're adults. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's if true. you go, you have to go through some bad fashion phases. You have to go phases. through some bad phases. Yeah, because if you're cool, you can't, if you're if you're the cool and well-dressed in high school, it's fun, it's a wrap for you as a person, mm-hmm. right? It's over. You're mm-hmm. never going to get out of there. You're going to end up working at Carvana. Yeah, exactly. Or worse. <laughs> or, or selling people uh, uh, timeshare vacations, <laughs> right? That's right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I went through an all-over print Oh, yeah. Flat brim, oh, new yeah. era. All over print. During the hyphy movement. You yeah. familiar with that? Yeah, that yeah, was my fedora Yeah, time. you were getting crunk. I get it. And you were, I was you were getting, getting crunk. crunk and you were crumping and you were hyphy. And you were known to go dumb. <laughs> I was one of the number one crumpers you. in LA. Yeah, you were a big crumper. They called <laughs> no, no, I, was, I, was, I, did not, I was not very crumpy or jerky. I was more hyphy. Yeah. 
You're an Ivy type of guy. What the record state. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, hats, man. Uh, you know, some say it's the, uh, it's, it's, it, it keeps you uh, protected from the angels whispering into your brain. And some say it's the devil's face plate. How do you like podcasting alone? Is it, oh. is it something that you have to like mentally prepare for? Cause I've never done it and I'm, I've thought about it, every, what it would be like. I've fantasized, but I've never punched through and done it. You're going to have, one day you'll have to, unless you get a guest. Cause so one day Chris won't be there for you. He's going to, he's going to pass. No, he, he might pass. He might be out of town. He might be out of town. He might be, not be able to zoom. He might be in Morocco with his <laughs> lover and he won't be able to tap in and you're going to have to go boneless, right? That's no Chris. And okay. yeah, you're gonna have to go boneless and uh, you're gonna have to do it and you're gonna be fine. You're gonna rip through it. You're gonna, I think that, I think that, that, that what does help me is that Jason will feed me some stuff to talk about mm-hmm. and I just go off on tangents. And it's just like, you just start looking around the room and I see- So you're not really going boneless. You got training wheels here. Well, he- I Bumper mean, bowling is what you're doing. I wouldn't say that. That's a bit much, <laughs> sir. Okay, wait, you're That's bumper bowling? Much. No, no, no. But one lane is inflated, one is not there. No. So you got half a bumper. Yeah, it's like the bumper has a That's right. I, you know, you can lean on one side, but you can't lean on the other side. I take offense because I'm the one here doing the hard work and putting the sweat equity. You know, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. the one making the words come out. And no, going, it's hard going from topic to topic. You know, you do a thing that not many people can do. Well, that's I think because you're just taking something that doesn't exist and boom, right into the world. I guess so. And then it's up to him to wrangle it. Yeah. Wrangle it. Grab the tiger by the tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. It's uh, I got to do what he does to my own self. To your own self. Like when you say weird. you finish your podcast, you're like, that was a great episode of PTA. Yes. See you guys next week. Yes. Close the laptop and yeah. then you go put on your, your born and raised football jersey. Yep. Turn on that. And, but when I do it, I finish the podcast. Great job. Thanks for talking. And then I immediately edit the episode for five hours straight yeah, after fast. and then upload it that night. It's good. You're proactive. You're not a procrastinator, are you? Oh, I'm a huge procrastinator. But how do you do that? I had to you... create this podcast to keep me, to keep the wheels moving. Otherwise, I'll just dick around all day. Yeah. Dicking around is nice. I'll just hit the kettlebells, jack off. That's it. Yeah. Cook a nice dinner. Oh, that's nice. But that doesn't bring home the old buccarinas. No, it doesn't bring the cheddar. Mm -mm. (laughs) It's so nice when you can do it, though. Nice fuck around day. Oh, yeah. Well, But but the thing is, you have to be disciplined. Fellas, you ever fuck around? You guys ever fuck around? Anyone fuck around, call in. Let's talk about first time caller, long time fucker. (laughs) Any cheaters Um, tuned in? Any cheaters turned in? Anyone fucking around? Um, (laughs) How long have you been with your girlfriend? Um, about like four, four or five years. You're big cheater. We're actually, what's that? You big cheater. You out cheating around? I'm a big cheater. <laughs> she knows it. <laughs> she cool. likes it. <laughs> she likes it. Yeah, it lets yeah. her know that people are interested in you. I have a getting caught kink. Yes. And every time, wouldn't you know it? Busted. I knew some guys like that. That really? I knew guys that had girlfriends just so they could cheat on them. Oh, Jesus. they were like, they, were, they yeah, I have a girlfriend. And like week two, they're like. I got, I got my side bitch on my secret phone and I'm like, do it. I'm like, why? What's the point? It's a lot of work. It's like, it's like being a spy, you know, they're just like, yeah. I mean, some people it's fun for them. It's fun yeah. because they had a bad childhood or something like that happened yeah. to them where they got to do it. But you know, if you find the right life partner, LP, you don't, you don't want to cheat on them. You don't want to cheat on you them. You don't. And that's kind of the whole, if you have a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a whatever friend yeah, and you want to cheat on them. Yeah. 
just break up with them at that point. There's yes. no, you, you should, you should, if you're really in love, that thought should never cross your mind. Yeah. Even if you got a nice little baddie. Yeah. Trying to holler at you. Trying to holler at you. Yeah. In the DMs. In the DMs. On the dance floor. Yeah. At a squela. Up at Wherever Erwan, you could be. In the bathroom of a squela. No one will know. Don't tell anybody. This will be discreet. Mm -hmm. And that's, this is a one-time deal. No one will know, but this guy and the big man upstairs will know. Yeah, you'll know. And you'll carry that around forever. As soon as, that, as soon as that penis goes in to yeah. the wrong vagina. Yeah. It's over. It's over. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The whole thing's toast. The whole thing's toast, yeah. man. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. It's like, it's like pillar of ash. So ladies, if you're cheating on your man, you listen to this video podcast right now, break up with them. Break up with them. Give him the give him his walking papers now. Do you think do you think women are better at compartmentalizing philandering than men? Unfortunately, yes. I think so too. When and you I'm say not, compartmentalizing, do you mean like they're able to tolerate it and operate through life with, I can that, be, with that burden on their shoulders? Yes. I think they can negotiate the guilt. This is a, and this is like you know Negotiate this might be a guilt. completely like sexist know, yes, rant. Yes, completely sexist fucking bullshit. I know. Two tone goes on sexist rant. I'm that's going the on YouTube. Sexist, that's, the YouTube. <laughs> that's the banner. That's, that's the YouTube banner. <laughs> two -tone. Sexism is alive in two toes brain. Fellas, no, I've talked know, to my girlfriend. You know how ladies like, be cheating. Yeah, women be only, shopping only, and women be cheating. Only women. Cheat. Only women cheat. Men don't cheat. We are listen. Men are men are victims of succubuses and sirens. That's right. And women are, are out here cheating because they can compartmentalize the emotions mm -hmm. and they can still love you to death, but be fucking some guy named Randy <laughs> who they, they went to junior college with and, <laughs> and, and lent them their graph calculator. Just because Randy has a boat now and I don't. Yeah. Randy has a boat and... Mm -hmm. no, 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 no. It's true because women are much stronger than we are. I believe so. They can give birth yep. and they can cheat and go to bed like this every night. Yep. On a pillow of lies. As soon as I cheat, oh, I can't sleep. Yeah, you can't Eating sleep. Eating myself The up. guilt. Yeah. I feel like there's bugs under my skin. Yeah, they all cheating bugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Um, I don't know how we went off. I just thought it was funny that when you when someone says they've been with someone for four years, I'm like, are you into cheating? <laughs> I, and then we went off a cheating tangent. What were we saying before then? Uh, you got a girlfriend. You're mm -hmm. tall. You DJ. <laughs> Do you still DJ? Very rarely. That's good. I try not to... Because, uh, you know, it's just, I can't do it anymore. Who cares? The, the, amount of, the, the amount of music that the young people want to hear yeah. that I hate is very high. Right. So, you know, like if I go out into the club and play music that I really love and want to play. It's crickets. It's a small, yeah, it's a small group. And it happens every once in a while. Like we did some after parties for when we did the live podcast. So there'll be a couple hundred podcast fans and I can just play Mozart on the CDJs and people are like, can we take a pic? <laughs> so oh, you guys just did a, you guys just dropped a mix CD. I saw it on Instagram. It's not a, it's a, it is a, is a compact disc release. It's a coming CD. out in a month. Yeah. Is it, is it original or is it like a mix? So it's a mix of songs from a record label. And then we, we handpicked them and then we do commentary. We add color to, to the whole mix. You're talking in the mix? We're talking before the songs after the songs no, in, you know a little during the songs it's like the best of both worlds so we get to hear you guys pontificate on on rain jackets over bonivar exactly yeah. exactly okay and but it's an official release on a real record oh. label so like that so like because of pot like th this is the weird part about it i was a dj who produced music never had a record deal 
never had a national tour. Yeah. I mean, I, I toured all over the world. I did a lot of shows, hundreds of shows, but I mean, like I have a booking agent now. I have a record contract with a record label and I don't make music yeah. or play music live. Funny. It's just from bullshitting with white guys like you. Funny. <laughs> And now I got it all. <laughs> Wait, did you say, say white guys like me? Yeah. I mean, you're tan, but. Oh, uh, wow. This guy's got, a lot. he's saying a lot of wild shit. Um, <laughs> That's not wild. So. Uh, do you worry about the stuff you say on this podcast? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I worry sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I Why? do. Why do you worry though? Well, only because I don't want to. I don't Get want to. Get canceled, lose all your money. No, I don't want to jeopardize the other area. If all I was doing was podcasting, I would just go balls out and be like, let's oh, fucking go. Got it, got it, but I have got other it. things that I don't want to fuck up. Be not because there's nothing There's nothing wrong in my heart. Yeah, I know who the fuck I am and I know what I stand for and I know what I don't. But mm -hmm. I know that there are times when someone might be like, no, that guy said that he doesn't like nose rings and that's mm -hmm. uh, ableist and whatever the fuck. Right, right, right. And right, might right, decide right. to... Uh, take me into the town square and beat me, and my I, and I don't want to lose any. They might, they might close wanna... the born and raised account. They Not might, even born and raised. Might... What if I'm what if I'm out for a for a job for fucking Dove skincare and uh, yeah yeah and they yeah. go through their rider and they go well this guy said that you know he doesn't like scarves in 2000 you know 19 <laughs> and they're like that's that's obviously racist or yeah. sexist you know no it's no all that is true and all that is to be taken into consideration. But there's just something fun about just saying fuck it, you know? I mean, as long as you're not hurting anyone. Yeah. And it's all coming from a place of love and humor. Yes. It's, it's, it's fun, humor it's fun is to cross great, the line a little bit. Humor is a great uh, equalizer, I think. Nobody crossed the line anymore. No, and, and it's all about to change. I'm, here's my personal thought. If something's funny, you can say anything. In my in my opinion, if I'm looking at a comic, I'm well. You can say whatever you want if it's funny. If it's really, if it's truly, funny, really, if it's funny, funny and I laugh, I don't give a fuck what it is. Yeah, I know that's, that's, all, that's always been opinion. the golden rule for comedy, but that's sort so. of starting to change. Starting, well, I think it's, but I think it's going to change back. I think we're gonna. I think because I just watched this show. Um, I watched this show. Uh, it's about a kid. Fuck, I forget the name it's called. It's about a kid. Who's a child star, and it's about show. his older his older brother and sister who are like riding his coattails. And the Molly Shannon from Saturday Night Live oh, is on two? it. Yeah, the other two. Okay. And they say it's some good. It's it's fucking it's pretty funny. Dude. Oh, okay. And they, they say some wild spicy shit that I can't say because I might get in trouble. They drop some f bombs like they they, they go fucking hard in the paint. Okay. And okay it's very okay. funny okay. the way because you get hit over the head with it. Now it's fresh. Now when people say shit because you know you watch a movie from. You know, you watch a movie from like, you know, our childhood and it's like a bunch of dudes and they're like, you fucking pussy, you got blah, blah. And like you watch it like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like it's like forbidden speech. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. It feels, when it's old, it feels feel wrong. It. it feels wrong. But when someone does it new and smacks you in the face with a hot one, you're like, oh, that felt, it's just, it's like that little, it's like it touches that same part of me that a meme touches. It, it awakens a part of you that you had to, a candle you had to blow out. My spiritual Many mommy is licked. You know what I mean? But it has to be funny. It has Otherwise, to be funny. Otherwise, it's just, it just falls it's just flat mean. on its face. Yeah. It's mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys put out an album and you got Bon Ivar and Phoebe Bridges. And, you know, I, I, I don't know who anyone else was on there. I'm just going to be honest. That's fine. And I was like, I should listen to this. It looks nice. You guys have, you know, I, I trust your guys' taste. Mm -hmm. um, it's elitist and, and um, et cetera. But, it's you know. Fucking, we have gnarly taste in music. It's fucking <laughs> so sick. So gnar gnar? 
Yeah, man. Um, and uh, and you guys, it's, it's so funny how life, you know, you spend your life as a DJ, right? Mm -hmm. and, you, and you're like, I'm a fucking DJ and I'm doing all these things. And then and then you have EDM a podcast. is everything to me. And I know. Now, now it's not. Eating dick mostly. And and then you and then you have your own podcast. I've never heard that before. I know, I just made it up. And you have your own podcast. Classic graffiti crew guy. He's like, EDM, uh, little, 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 eating totally. dick any, mostly. Any three letters, I got you. I mean, how do I diss them? <laughs> um, and you had your own podcast, Yeah. right? You had it for a long time before mm -hmm. podcasting was even this like thing that it is now. And you're doing these things. And then what you don't know when you're doing it is that you're doing a thing and this thing might work. It might not work. But as long as you're doing a thing, it prepares you for the next thing because mm -hmm. it all loads up. And then mm -hmm. when you do this, it's like catch that wave. Whoa, pow. <laughs> Drop in. Carve out. Pow. I have the tools to wapow. Yeah, you have the tools to wapow. Have you seen North Shore before? <laughs> surf, so it's funny. a surf movie from Get the 80s. Yeah, I've seen the North Shore. Okay, right. well, may, many people Turtle? haven't. Many people haven't, but... Yeah. The, the life lesson is before you get to do the hot dogging on the on the cool guy Quicksilver surfboard, you have to learn at the beginning. Start from the start. You have to cut down a tree, mm -hmm. carve a 30-foot wooden surfboard out of this tree, learn how to surf Pop on that. Up. Then you can learn how to surf on this and this and this. You go up, and then when it's time to catch a fucking sick one, yeah, you already have the tools and you're ready to go. That's because you're a soul surfer. I am a soul surfer. I don't do it for the fame. No, I do, I do do it for the money, but I am a soul surfer. He's a soul surfer. Yeah, I man. respect that because I feel like, you know, you just do things and you just don't know, man. You just you sometimes you have to. You just have to keep moving. You forward. have to keep. Sometimes you just have to keep. Sometimes you have to just like tune every. Just you you have to commit to something, and until it completely dies, you have to keep doing it, no matter how hard it is. Grind it into the ground. Into until like until there's not a fucking piece of anything left in it you have to keep pushing it because sometimes it, it, it comes around it always comes around mm -hmm. like the, it, yeah the wheel like turns like you were on the last episode with the graffiti bros you're talking about jacking off on the porn sites and you're like i'm on page 364 yep. of yep. of my masturbating website yes and then you're like oh i can't come to this because there's a dog in the background or yeah. i don't like the trees but page 365 <laughs> There it is. Never give up. Yeah, never give up. Never give up when you're getting that little nutty. Yeah, when you're trying to get get your nut, your proverbial spiritual metaphysical nut. Oh yeah, baby. Never stop jerking. <laughs> <laughs> never stop jerking. <laughs> oh yeah, North Shore, baby. Good shit. Is uh, what do you think? How we do? That was a good. That was a good. That was what a good fifty, a good seventy minutes. How's that for a pod? 70 minutes you, you want something else you want is there anything else you want to talk about you got anything you want to you don't want to plug anything it feels like a good ending point for the for the first half of the podcast for the first now half we, now we can get into my questions bitch <laughs> yeah dude let's go <laughs> um no, no, no. yeah i mean you can just you can listen to my podcast it's called how long gone anywhere you listen to a podcast mm -hmm. there's no patreon it's all free whatever you want um you can follow me on social media at them jeans uh, that's pro. everything you need to know, guys. Plug me with some of your um, cutting edge designers so they can re rehab my whole brand, my PTA brand. If you need a redesign, I got you, bro. Yep. If you need a new one of these guys, I got you, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> Boy, do I. It was uh -huh. better. What's even better about, about the idea of you coming in is that you're taller than him. Mm -hmm. And in his, where he's from, that, that actually means something. Like, it's, Where are you from? 
well, we don't want to talk about where he's from, but but if but in his land, where the whatever Croatia, is, yeah, in Croatia, if you're a foot, if you're a head taller, he has to instantly defer to you a little bit. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. And there's going to be there there has to be some sort of combat to take his place, but it doesn't have to be physical. And uh-huh. if you start, you already have a leg up because you're actually taller than him. That's right. And he know he's taller than everybody. And you come in, How I tall watch. Are you? Short motherfucker. That ain't nothing. He's, bro. A little, he's a little guy. How tall are you? Six nine. God damn, six nine. What a height. <laughs> That's a good fight. <laughs> no, a good oh, good height. Good fight. No, no, six three is better. It's better to be six four. I think six four is like the prime height. Yeah. Because you're considered tall. Women want to fuck you. Yeah. When you're six nine, it's like, all right, we got it. Now yeah, you're yeah. like entering, you know, goofy area. Right. Oh, how's the air up there? And people and this, how tall are you? Like I just asked you. All that. Shoe now, shopping. Are you, are you past yeah, buying 13? clothes, buying shoes, airplanes, cars. Yeah. Life becomes a lot more difficult. You have a Fiat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. It's like the Simpsons. Uh, you know that. Yeah, I know you know that. I'm one. familiar with you're the familiar. Simpsons. I'm familiar no, you're with familiar with the. With this the is the clip. largest automobile I could afford. Yeah, the guy gets out and he's. Mm-hmm. That's uh, me. That's I, I literally heard, you. I heard that a lot when I'm, I was a, when I'm I was sure. a youngster. I'm sure. And it's and but it's it's also a handicap that nobody has any sympathy for. No. Oh, I'm sorry. You're a giant tall guy. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, sorry no. you wear a size 17 shoe and you can't wear loafers. You're a very tall white guy with a full head of hair. Full head of wah, hair. Wah, wah. Poor baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't you, you didn't fit in the Comfort Plus Delta oh, flight? I'm sorry. You need first class, you little oh. bitch? Oh, no. Hard to find oh. socks? Oh. Hard to find dickies that are long enough for you? Suck oh. my dick. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to Sadie Hawkins? Valentino suit, same thing wherever you're, baby. Oh, what about your shoe? What kind of shoes are you gonna wear? It's a good question. Maybe Valentino. I'll splash out. Valentino suit. Valentino got it on the real real, baby. Oh. Everyone's always talking about the real real. You can go pick it up. My life partner, she's a she's a professional stylist, so Oh really? She I'm able to get a lot of stuff through her. Oh, nice. She's just like a pro at it, you know. She's a pro. I'm good at podcasting, she's good at clothes. Yeah, my friend Natasha is a stylist and she's like sending me links to the real real. So I went down that rabbit hole and I looked and I'm like, you can go pick it up. I don't have to order. I can go pick it up on Melrose, which is kind of cool. You can go to a little scammer WeHo location. Yeah. Get your Balenciaga track pants. But I sold a pair of shoes. My old assistant sold a pair of shoes for me on the real real. Mm. And by the time like I got my my portion of it, it was like, what the fuck? It was mm. it was nothing. They, they just take, an they arm take and a, leg, a chomp. They're like, Arm. you know, but that's the model, right? They just mm-hmm. uh, they make it accessible. Everything's about access. Look, if, if you want to take all that Trump yourself, you can you can put it on up, Craigslist. Go meet a guy at yep. fucking Starbucks. You want to do that? Time. You don't have don't that want, kind of time. time for that shit. I don't have time. He's not gonna do it. He won't do it. He'll do it for a little bit though. Yeah, he would. He'll do it for. He won't take thirty. He'll take fifteen. He'll take fifteen percent. Fifteen and can I get a coffee? Yeah, he's that kind of guy. No pumps. It's gotta be regular off the menu. Fair enough. No custom shit, Jason. Yeah. All right, PTA. Powerful, check check pow, me out. Pow, powerful truth angels. Thanks you. Thank you for calling. Thank you for listening. Thank you for vibing. Von Dutch for life. Christian Otage. Uh Oh my God. We didn't even. Hold on. Shit. Hold on. We have to do a little backtrack. Stop. Little, stop the brakes. Von Dutch era. Uh, late nineties, prime Von Dutch time. Crazy town. Were you in LA around that time? Oh, well, I'm, I mean, I grew up in Orange County, so late nineties, I was in high school in orange county okay but i had tv and radio so i was very familiar with 
Crazy Town. Crazy Town. And DJ AM was the DJ. Shifty Shell Shock. Okay. So all the guys. I was when I was a kid, I had my first place under Bagel. AM and Shell Shock would always be at my house for the after hours. Because I, I was like the only kid that Asia had a place. So we'd all go to these fucking raves and we'd end up in my house fucking cracked out of our brains. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in this little tiny shotgun So you go to a rave in like San Bernardino or some shit? I don't even know where I was going. I was so out of my fucking shit. And then three hours later. Sometimes downtown drive- LA. Sometimes we went <clears throat> okay. to this place called La Casa. And it was downtown LA. And, like and this deep- is when you're in Venice? Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and AM would be there. I got pictures. I got, I'll pull up some pictures. AM would be at the crib. This is when he was fat. Yes. When yeah. he was... Yes, before he got very skinny, was when he's fat. Yeah, and um, before like this, and I and like you know, uh, this is before Seth, Christ, after Christ, after death kind of thing. Hundred percent, BFAF, and um, that's right. Yeah, Seth. So that's you and Shifty right there. No, that's not me and Shifty. But Seth, Seth would be there. AMG would be there. We're all kids. We don't know what the fuck's going on. We're just getting high and partying. AMG's from Philly. He's a DJ. Am is is from Philly. He's a DJ. Seth's mm-hmm. doing. He he. Seth was in a graffiti crew called the Doobie Brothers. Doobie Brothers. Right, and it was just you know there's a stoner crew, and then all mm-hmm. this shit happened. We had a mutual friend, this guy named Freck, uh, Jeremy Segrist, and Freck. yeah, his name was Freck, short for Freckle. Got it. And they all went hiking, and Freck died. Freck fell off the mountain. Rest in peace. Jeez. And and what happened was, Shifty Shellshock was there. Some confusion sprung up from that event, and there was a whole fiasco with Seth, aka Shifty Shellshock, and a bunch of people from where I grew up, and it was a mess for a long time. That's all I'm gonna say on the subject, but it's all part of this lore of LA, right? And this, like, it was all you know, this feels deep, just like the Von Dutch doc right now. No, when, when, I, when I watch that doc, like, you ever, do you ever watch the doc on Soleil Moonfry? Yeah. Uh, where it's like, it's more of that, like, Hollywood, um, fucking Danny, uh, House of Pain. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, he's in that shit. Like, and it's like, I was in the in the edges and dipping into that stuff here and there. And I was going to the club, Saturday Night Fever, all that shit. You, right? didn't, you didn't go to Crossroads with these Richies, though. You were no, no, from the wrong side of the tracks. <laughs> from the wrong side of the tracks. Hot but, little bad boy but all the tra- with a nice fedora on. But all the, <laughs> but all the, the tracks. Boys at Crossroads. All the tracks those. intermingled. In LA, everyone was just LA is like a melting pot in that way. It's a melting pot. It just brings me back to that time because I was just a kid running around trying to trying to hang out and 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 be cool and do cool things. And so was, you would go up to these Soleil Moon fries and be like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> no, I. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> hey Soleil, hey Punky, uh, mm-hmm. I write your feet. No, um, we you know there was like we we would roll. Oh, this is we would roll around with Jenny Lewis. You know Jenny Lewis? I'm sure you do. She's like a, she's a the singer. F- Jenny Lewis, the singer Jenny Lewis. Okay. Back then was a um, back then she was in Grape Street. Apparently she was Grape. No, <laughs> she had been on the. She had been in a movie with Fred Savage. Yeah. So a yeah, bunch yeah. of me and my young graffiti friends. She is like, she was like this this you know friend of ours, and we jump in her car and we drive around, and it was like she was that, your punky, right. <laughs> She was my punky, and then there was like, and there was always just like, oh, you know who else was in the mix with these guys? You're gonna, this is you're gonna love this. This is so L.A. Hollywood. Wilmer uh, Valderrama. Nope, even better. So Seth and this kid Ethan, Ethan Brown, Shifty Shellshock, Shifty Shellshock, and this kid Ethan, Jenny Lewis. They both were dating uh, at some point Mila Jovovich. Ooh. And I remember they had to fight over her. It was like all this stuff happening, 
right? And I get, you know, and these kids. And you this know, is this is Fifth Element Mila Jojovich. Era. That that well, no, before before all the, this is all before any of these people were like young Mila was bad as hell, bro. Yeah, I believe so. Not my type, but I'm like a little bit of a thicker Jojovich. I get it. Yeah, I'm not, she's very wafy. I'm not a wafy. I'm not, beautiful person. There we go. Looking Come on, bro. Um, anyway, so that was this like weird thing that like I was kind of privy to and in you know kind of a part of, but not really. And watching it happen, hearing the stories, and you go out for you know, and it's like it was like that was kind of part of my childhood was like interacting in that world, mm-hmm. and it's all very much like Von Dutch celebrity culture, graffiti, mushrooms, mm-hmm. um, ecstasy. Turntableism. Turntableism, flamble liquids, DJ Doc Martin, mm-hmm. um, Rocky <laughs> Raccoon, mm-hmm. all that stuff in a pot. You mix it up mm-hmm. and you squeeze it into a mold, into a trucker hat, and you sell it. <laughs> and it's Von Dutch. It's all distilled into one trucker hat. And that's what that show made me think of. And that's what that Soleil Moonfray doc made me mm-hmm. think of. And, uh, and, you know, those people were really involved in that stuff in a way that I wasn't, but I was definitely aware of it. Well, it makes me think now that we're both older yes. and, you, and you watch like documentaries about creative movements like a, like an Andy Warhol documentary <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Our creative movement was just dog shit. <laughs> well, I mean, no, that's kind of what I'm wondering is like, yeah. you talk about like, this is what the 50s were like. This is the 60s. This is, you know, yeah. Dylan and the beat scene and here. And then, you know, and you watch these documentaries about these artistic movements where at the time, the cool people are like, yeah, those guys are fucking losers. Like, oh yeah. But then that was we look at it now as like this is like legendary history. It's so right. amazing. And I wonder, like, are people gonna watch this Von Dutch documentary in forty years and be like, man, this is you- what like the Tommy and Pam sex tape. Yeah. Man, that that changed everything for us. Like, is I it? I think the way things are going, and and as insanely silly as everything is getting, and bizarre and like base and and inconsequential i think that yes one day they're going to look at tan the pam and tommy tape as high art as mm-hmm. like this was a movement yeah the same way they look at the factory you know and like you're like this is the first sex tape this is, underground this yeah, is they're the like, first yeah this is what yeah. this is the first campbell's soup can this yeah. is the first because yeah like in the in the von dutch thing they're like that was the very first sex tape that was the first and they're talking tape. about it like it's a mickey mantle baseball card or like the first fucking computer that Steve Jobs made in his garage, but it's just like, oh, it's so great. Here's Tommy's tennis dick, and we're not tracking that, but it is actually launching entire like you're you're talking about entire chunks of industry built off of one dude honking a boat horn with his cock, you know. And now you have Kim Kardashian who basically owns the Kardashians own like you know seventy percent of the internet basically. That's I mean, right. With all their you know, and she found a ten inch dick of her own. Yes. Powerful Truth Angels, I'm them jeans. She's them jeans. I'm two-tone, That's aka two-tone. Alex Two-Tone. It's been great. Wonderful show. And uh <laughs> this man's just looking at porn at this don't point. Don't ever go back. You can't go back. That's that's uh that's what they say. Get you a trucker hat. And now Jason is Googling porn. So. You know, I've never seen the Pam and Tommy sex tape actually. I saw it. I saw it. Definitely. All right, guys. Thank you. What a pleasure. What a show. <laughs>